Good morning and welcome to Mornings on Main Street for this Monday, the 4th of September. I'm your host, Stephanie Miller. Hope you guys enjoy your Labor Day today. I hope that you're all relaxing and doing a whole lot of nothing, not laboring on this Labor Day. All right, coming up on today's show, we get to take you to Borough Bowls in Murfreesboro. How this business got started, how it went from a food truck to now a brick and mortar. Cannot wait to share this story with you. After that, Catherine Mayhew shares with us the secret menu at Waffle House in today's Let's Eat segment. And then we talk about tents. For those of you preparing to camp this fall, we have some tips for you when it comes to tents and what to maybe buy or look at when you go to select that perfect tent for your camping expedition. But first, let's get a check of our headlines and what you'll find at MainStreetMediaTN.com. People are wanting the Clarksville-Montgomery County School Board to provide more recess time for its elementary students. In fact, more than 700 people have signed a petition to promote playtime as benefiting cognitive, social, emotional, and physical development. Learn what recess looks like for students now and what the district is responding, how they're responding, by going to MainStreetMediaTN.com. Just click on Main Street Clarksville for this story. A 33.7-acre property rezoning request just north of Allendale Elementary School in Williamson County for the land to become R2 and R3 designation from ag in order to build 78 single-family homes has been denied by the Spring Hill Board of Mayor and Aldermen for the second time in as many years. Why is this being denied? Well, get the answer by visiting our website and going to Main Street Murray. You can register now for the annual Pink Out for Hope, Booby Bolt, 5K, and Kids Fun Run in Pleasant View. This is the major fundraiser for Pink Out for Hope, a nonprofit organization focusing on breast cancer awareness and assisting women in Cheatham County who have received a breast cancer diagnosis. The run is October 7th. You can get more information on our website, MainStreetMediaTN.com. You'll find these stories and so much more right there. Let's get a check of our forecast with our friends over at Tennessee Valley Weather. Hey, good morning, folks. Happy Labor Day. I think we have a pretty decent day to look forward to in the big picture with pretty warm conditions, but the possibility, possibility of a few showers as we head through this afternoon. You'll notice they're very scattered in nature with some cloud cover. Wind coming sharp out of the south, 5 to 10 miles an hour. So there's that moisture in the area that will provide some juice for the possibility of some of those isolated storms. But notice though, they really are isolated. A lot of us are dry. A lot of us have some sun peeking through these clouds. And I think we have a nice day to look forward to. Don't cancel your Labor Day plans, but be aware, possibility of some rain through the day as we head through the next six to 12 hours. I think that's about all we have to look forward to in terms of inclement weather. Off to the west though, as we head through the first half of tomorrow, a few more showers possible. We'll keep an eye on that. I think we keep those rain chances in the big picture. Not particularly high chances though. Really do think we have a nice week to look forward to with only higher rain chances starting to flirt with Thursday and Friday. Notice there you see some 30% there in the mix, but all in all, we got that warmth. and We have mostly dry conditions, unless you're unlucky and get a shower here or there this week. Thanks for watching. God bless. Welcome back. So we're heading to Murfreesboro now to talk with the owner of Burrow Bowls, Tasha Worthen. I can't wait to share her story with you. She had a dream of having a brick and mortar, but she had to start with a food truck. And let me tell you, that food truck didn't last long because she became extremely popular. And this morning she shares her story and some advice to other entrepreneurs who are looking to follow in her footsteps. 
from this food truck, it took Tasha Worthen, the owner of Burrow Bowls, one year to make what was a dream become a reality and offer healthy items for people in the Murfreesboro, Rutherford County area. So welcome to Burrow Bowls. Welcome, Tasha. Thank hey you guys. so much for your time. Thank you for having me Thank here. you for coming in. It's so my pleasure. I find it amazing that you went from this truck to this incredible location. Yes, within a year. Within a year. Was it because people wanted to have that healthy option of food? I think so. Um, you know, I started my business right when COVID started, so people really kind of did a big switch. They all wanted to be healthy. They wanted to, they didn't want to eat bad food. They, they didn't, you know, and I in a food truck, I came to their neighborhood. I would bring my bowls there and always had a line and always did, you know, really well that I knew I needed more space. This place opened up and it just so happened it, I had so much support from, you know, the, the neighborhoods and the community that it was a very easy transition. You know, and you always wonder at locations like this, like, you know, what pushed you to open this? Because not only do people want to eat healthy, but some have dietary restrictions mm -hmm. where they cannot, of course, eat some of the uh, more the, the rich or fatty sort of yes. foods. So they need this option. You yourself yes. um, had a dietary restriction, which helped I you. did. Um, you know, I do understand. I had gestational diabetes when I was pregnant, so I understand having different things that you're not allowed to eat. Um, we know we're dairy free. We have vegan options, gluten free options, sugar free. I don't add any sugars or ice or powders to any of them. So when you come here, you're getting a whole food. You're getting what you see is what you get. There's no hidden agenda. There's no added ice, nothing here. So try to keep it as nutritious as possible. How do you create your bowls? Like where do you, how do you come up with the, uh, what you mix in a certain bowl? A lot of market research. I started, when, before I started doing this, I started following um, North Carolina coast all the way down and then I started following California coast all the way down and I kind of took fast-paced California, um, they eat a lot healthier out there and then I took the slower east side of the coast and mixed them together and um, kind of just built my own. Did you like mix some things together yes. at certain points and be like, oh gosh, that's Oh, good. definitely so. And you know, we started not knowing anything. I, I hired um, a girl on Facebook. She's been with me for four years. We trained in my garage and in my kitchen on different blenders and kind of just figured out how it went. If it didn't work, we tried things differently. And you know, we'll st we're still learning to this day. You know, we've, we've been doing things the same for so long, but if we find a new way, we just try to make it a streamline and as good as we can to get people in and out as fast as possible. Walk us through some of the combinations and how you guys have your setup in the back. Okay. Um, well, one of our top items that we sell here is the acai bowl. And when you order those, they come as they are with the granola and almond butter, honey on top. And when you place your order, we go to the back. We've got everything measured perfectly. So you're going to have the same bowl every time. You're not going to come in and it be, you know, one person makes it one way. You know, you go to like Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks. The coffees may be different. It won't be here. Um, we have our topping stations. We're all very particular, um, following the directions and just um, basically you can kind of get your bowl any way you want it. And you're seeing some of the uh, ladies in the back preparing some of the bowls. There's an acai bowl there. There's a blue bowl. What is that? That is the Aloha Bowl, which is our second top seller. Okay. Um, that was very popular with the young crowd. But um, yes, it's very vibrant blue, and it is dyed naturally with blue spirulina, which is a form of algae. Um, no taste. It's just really, um, we put it in there to dye it a natural color without using food dyes and things like that. But it also is extremely good for your gut health so like as I say it works for me inside out and you're gonna feel better eating any of these bowls.
any of them. Something else I noticed when I walked in, you have a very vibrant, positive uh, mm-hmm. location. So yes. you have some happy sayings mm-hmm. on the wall, some positive motivational sayings. Yes. Why do that? It's my whole life, you know. <laughs> I, I just, I think that you should, I want this place to be how I want every restaurant to be. When I go in, I want to be welcomed. I want to have the employees that all like each other. Everybody's getting along. Um, all of our customers know each other. Um, the customers are my kids' teachers. Um, you know, I go to Kroger and Walmart. And, you know, I'm always running into all these women. It's just a big, huge tribe. It's. I wouldn't have made it as well as I have if it wasn't for the clientele. And they're all very supportive, no matter if I'm having employee issues where I'm short-staffed or I have to close early. Never had a negative thing said. And it's like, I think if you put it out, you get it back. So for other um, entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. those who have a dream, and they're like, you know, maybe one day this might be a thing, maybe it won't, what can you say to them? Go for it. I, you know, I was in banking for 20 years, working for corporate America, you know, from my 20s, my 30s to the beginning of my 40s. And one day I just said, let's, let's do it. What do you have to lose? And um, I took out a little loan, my equity in my house and bought my little food truck. And it was going to be part time. I was just going to do it part time. I had a baby four years ago. You know, as I started the business, I was pregnant. <clears throat> so I planned on doing it part time. But now that it kicked off the way it is. I'm full time, you know, six days a week most of the time, 10 employees at a time. So just do it. I love that. Just do just it. Do it. You never know what can happen <laughs> if you just put your, that, take that first step. That first Had I been sleep. too scared, it may never have happened. And then, you know, four years later, it's, it's happy. It's good. Uh, <laughs> Tasha Worthen, thank you for thank sharing you. your story with yes. us here at Borough Bowls in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. If you're ever out about, stop by. Check it out. Check in. And, you know, wherever you are, always ask, what's your story? How did you make this happen? What did you do? Because you never know the answer that you're going to get. Thank you so much. Thank for you for it. having me. You're very thank welcome. You. Stick right here. We have more coming up on Murfreesboro. We have more coming up on Murfreesboro, <laughs> Main Street, right after this. Thank A tribute to Ronnie Millsap. The final Nashville show, October 3rd at Bridgestone Arena. A tribute to Ronnie Millsap. Featuring performances by Kelly Clarkson, Little Big Town, Parker McCullum, Scotty McCreary, Justin Moore, Tracy Lawrence, and more than 30 guest artists. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster. A tribute to Ronnie Millsap. The final Nashville show, one night only. October 3rd, Bridgestone Arena. Produced by Outback Presents. You can't see the sights without the sounds. From the crack of the bat to the roar of the crowd and everything in between, discover what Hit City has to offer. Spend your nights cheering on the Nashville sounds at First Horizon Park with giveaways, fireworks shows, theme weekends, and more. Single game tickets are on sale now. Visit NashvilleSounds.com to claim your seat today. They said I wouldn't make it without a college degree. They said only a man could be a roofing executive. They said a former addict always relapses. They said my amputation would keep me out of roofing. They said never give an ex-convict a second chance. They said I could never be a leader. They said I couldn't support my family as a single mom. At Rackley, we say they're wrong. Want to change the world? Change it, one roof at a time.
Welcome back. Get this. There are 1,981 Waffle House restaurants in the U.S. In Tennessee, as of last year, there are 134 Waffle Houses. If you've never been, it is a place you need to stop. I tend to go really early in the morning or extremely late at night. But to tell us about the yumminess that can be found at a Waffle House, we have Catherine Mayhew with us. She has our Let's Eat segment. You can find all of her articles at MainStreetNashville.com. Catherine, always a treat. Uh, same here. Love seeing you. <laughs> well, let's talk about Waffle Houses because I don't think I've been to a Waffle House. It's been a long time, but that used to be the spot in high school. You know, um, I thought about this when I was deciding to do Waffle House. More than 13,000 people moved to Nashville last year uh -huh. from other places. And Waffle Houses are predominantly in the Southeast. So I thought, I wonder when they go by a Waffle House if they think this is all about the waffles. And, and it's not. It's not. Not at all. So... Um, a few years ago, Sean Brock, who has um, Audrey and the Continental here in Nashville, a very well-known chef, took Anthony Bourdain of TV fame to a Waffle House, and he said he had devised his own chef's tasting menu. <gasps> yes. And it starts out with the pecan waffle, uh -huh. and then he proceeds to a patty melt, and then he gets a green salad, which is really nothing but iceberg lettuce out of the bag with a uh, thousand island dressing which of course comes out of a plastic packet <laughs> i'm sorry i'm just chuckled <laughs> um and anthony bourdain was just what what is this i'm not you know <laughs> Mind but, but anybody who's grown up in the south you know um they have their things at the waffle house that are just their favorites and um and then there's they recently changed their menu. And so now I'm calling that the secret menu for those of us who've been here for a long time, they took like, for instance, the cheesy eggs off the menu. And when I went in, I couldn't find them. And I asked the waitress and I said, where are the cheesy eggs? And she said, you can still get them. You just have to know to ask. Huh. And they're the only item on the menu that came with cinnamon toast and apple butter. Really? Oh, great. It's delicious. Oh, I'm going to say I'm chuckling because I'm tickled by this. Like, I absolutely, I don't know what it is about their toast, the toast and butter. Something just so just easy, but is always so good there. Uh, well, you know, when you use hydrogenated uh, vegetable oil as your butter uh, and you slather the toast in it, you know, who wouldn't want that? That's so true. <laughs> so, you know, and then there's other things about the Waffle House that people don't know. Like when you sit at your table and you order, the waitress goes back behind the counter, she has to stand on a specific spot and she yells the order out. There's nothing ever, the, the short order cook never gets anything written down. How does he remember with all those orders? Well, they have what they call a marking system. Uh -huh. So if you order uh, specifically, um, I'm looking at my notes here because I can't remember everything. If you order scrambled eggs, they put a jelly packet at the bottom of the plate and that means scrambled eggs. Really? Yeah, you, you have like a mayonnaise packet for some things, a pad of butter for other things. And so the whole plate is marked, and that's how they remember what goes on your plate. I had no idea. Never knew that, ever. Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of interesting. And then the other interesting thing that people don't know about Waffle House is the National Weather Service actually relies on the Waffle House when they're having a natural disaster. They call it the Waffle House Index. <clears throat> if the Waffle House is open, then that's a green light. If the Waffle House is on reduced hours, 
and is working with a generator, that's a yellow light. And if the Waffle House is closed, you better just go, you know, run for the hills. And You're kidding. No, it is an actual thing that the National Weather Service uses. And it makes like all kinds of sense because everybody knows that the only thing that never closes ever is a Waffle House. A hundred percent. You're right. You're right. Well, okay. So when you go to Waffle House, what is your go-to? What is your get? What do you get when you're <clears> there? Um, my go-to, um, similar to Sean Brock, I am very partial to the pecan waffle with fake butter and fake syrup. I understand that. It's okay. <laughs> then you move to the patty melt, which is really just a festival of grease. It's so delicious. Um, and usually I get hash browns covered, let's see, covered, smothered, and peppered, which is with onions, cheese, and jalapenos. Ah, oh, I get my hash browns that way too. Yes. Yummy. <laughs> I love it. It's so own... yummy. It is. It is. I do my eggs over easy though, because I like to take the uh, toast and like sop up all oh, the dip it in the egg yolk. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's a pro move. <laughs> no, you were saying like you've uh, been to the Waffle House there and you've had some pretty, uh, pretty interesting, I guess, celebrity encounter. There are a lot of celebrities that go to the Waffle House. Um, and of course, the first rule in Nashville is if you encounter a celebrity anywhere, actually, you never mm -hmm. um, acknowledge that they're famous. Like you never go up and ask for a photo or even, you know, sort of gape at them. Uh -huh. So, yeah, I was at a Waffle House. This is when my kid was younger. And in walked Faith Hill and Tim McGraw. And at that time, uh, their first daughter. They, they have three now. But at that time, it was just, I think her name is Grace. Um, and Noah and Grace kind of played with each other. And I pretended like I didn't know who they were. <laughs> oh, my heavens. Yeah. That is cool. Is there anything else about the Waffle House that we need to know before we make a trip there? You know, I will say this. Everybody who walks into that Waffle House is treated absolutely equal. Mm -hmm. There are no grade A people, no grade D people. Every person is exactly the same. And I find that to be highly refreshing. I agree with that. Yes, I guess. I love it. Uh, Catherine, thank you so much. I can't wait to see what we're tasting next. Okay, well, stay tuned. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Get your knife and fork ready. <laughs> talk to you soon. All right, stick with us here on Mornings on Main Street. We have a lot more coming up after this. Tired of hanging lights every year? We get it. That's why Southern Nights is here to help. We install programmable lighting on your home or business so you can enjoy beautiful, customizable lighting all year round. No more ladders, tangled lights, or cold nights outside. We do the work, you do the celebrating. Call Southern Nights today and take the hassle out of holiday lighting forever. For a free quote, give us a call at 931-241-3074 or visit our Facebook page at Southern Nights. Did you know that up to 80% of us will experience back or neck pain during our lifetime? Many of you are offered surgery or addictive pain pills to relieve your chronic pain. At the Dr. Gill's Center for Back, Neck, Chronic Pain Relief, we have been leading the way to better health, naturally, and have helped tens of thousands of people right here in Middle Tennessee for the past 30 years. I came to Dr. Gill about 10 years ago after my local doctors recommended surgery. I knew about Dr. Gill and wanted to see if he could help me. 10 years later, I am pain-free, no surgery, and no pain pills. 
Surgery is scary, and over 40% of all back surgeries fail, creating a cycle of surgery and pills. There is a safer solution to your chronic pain. Make the call to the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, Chronic Pain Relief today and get your life back. This office visit is normally $299, but call today and receive your initial consultation, report of finding for just $49. But hurry, this offer won't last long. Call 615-768-8743. That's 615-768-8743. You know, it is that time of the year where you really want to start getting outside, maybe setting up a tent, doing a little camping or hiking. I was looking to find someone who knew a lot about this particular subject, and I found him. I have Gabriel Perez. He is with Trail Life USA. You've been a part of Trail Life now for, you said, what, six years? Uh, Just about six years, yeah. About six years. So thank you so much, Gabriel, for your time. Thank you. So talk to me a little bit um, more about your background when it comes to being outdoors. So um, I started my outdoor experience when I was real little. I did Cub Scouts. Um, I, as I grew up, I changed venues and I went to Civil Air Patrol, mm-hmm. uh, which is an auxiliary United States Air Force. Um, it was a wonderful program, um, which kind of got my feet with, with, with the military, kind of like ROTC and you know, schools and stuff like that. Um, and I decided to dive in and I went ROTC in college, decided to transition to actually enlisted. Um, and I was enlisted for quite a few years. I did my 20 years. Um, and so um, I, I got to hang out with everybody from armor to artillery to infantry to military police, which was most of my, my time in the Army. Um, I'm still always learning. I'm sure that in another 10 years, everything I'm doing today be will be a little bit different. <laughs> right. So. Right. Well, let's start off with your most rustic, I guess, that really nitty gritty sort of tent that we do see at the very end. As we're talking about each style of tent, you're going to see video of that uh, that tent, that setup. So let's start then with the one at the very end. So at the, the bare bones, um, I mean, and I've talked to people and some people love to do this style. It's kind of, uh, they'll do either what's called cowboy camping or they'll do something like a, a tarp shelter down there where all they have for, for cowboy camping is just basically a bedroll. It, okay. it just roll your, your, your sleeping bag out in the ground. Maybe you might have a sleeping mat. Some of these um, really ultralight backpackers, like I won't use a bedroll, I won't use anything except just a sleeping bag because they wanna have a base weight of like 10 pounds, you know? <laughs> that was gonna be my next question. Is it because they want that lighter weight yes. while they're hiking? Yeah, okay. they, they wanna get extremely lightweight and okay. uh, getting out there. Um, I haven't done that. My, my base weight so far, I've only been able to get it down to about 35 pounds. Okay. Um, but um, I have done a li- I've done a little bit of cowboy camping where I haven't done the tent, the tent setup, or tent tarp setup. I've shown my boys and some of my boys have used the tarp setup. From the brown tent down, if you're going to backpack, you're actually going to go out there and carry your weight into the camping environment. Those are the type of tents you're, you're going to want to carry. Good to know. And so then the next two kind of going up from there, those would be the ones you'd probably want to pack in the car if you're going yes. for a couple of Yeah. So um, traditionally, you know, the camping goes from that backpacking uh-huh. to now we're talking about car camping. Um, and car camping kind of ranges from the a little bit austere where you have just pretty much that tent. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't necessarily have a generator out there. You might build yourself a little fire and cook over the fire, um, bring an ice chest out, or you might not bring an ice chest out. It depends on what, what you think you need. Um, 
may or may not have an air mattress. Um, like I said, it depends on, you know, you start increasing a little bit, maybe your comfort, mm -hmm. but you're also increasing weight. Um, you can be very comfortable in those other tents, but we're talking about you can you can put a cot in that in that tent. <laughs> and that and that, uh, so I mean, like I said, it, it just it, it depends on what you're uh, willing to carry, and and also to a little a little bit of cost. They're just going out um, with um, family, okay. and they're willing to rough it a little bit. Mm -hmm and you want some flexibility, you could go simply with a 10 by 10 pop-up. Okay. Um, because, you, you know, you can pretty comfortably fit, you know, four or five under there. You can lower it down and everybody lay out their sleeping bags and sleep on, on the ground. Now you won't have netting, but if you have simple, simple lightweight sleeping bags, mm -hmm. um, you know, you can be pretty comfortable or you could go with something like the tent Taj Mahal this one actually this one actually has the capability of attaching two tents on either side of it okay. so you would have a big family uh -huh. and, um, and you're gonna start spending even more money and now Gabriel talk to me too about first aid kits and what you need to have on hand say if you want to keep your load light yeah. those main essentials that you need so me um, I I am medically trained. I have maybe a little bit more medical training than the everyday person. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm also a EMT and, and first responder here for the county. Okay. Um, but I wouldn't expect you to have a giant bag. Mm -hmm. um, I would say, at a bare minimum, if you're getting away from stuff, tourniquet. But the biggest part of your first aid kit is what you have up here learn something. Um, take the time to learn about bleeding control, Learn. take the time to learn about responding to um, environmental injuries, mm -hmm. hot or cold injuries, um, um, and understand if you see wildlife how to respond to a spider bite, a snake bite, uh, what have you, any of that type of stuff. Those are extremes, but as far as carrying something, mm -hmm. carry something that is reasonable for what you're capable of. I wouldn't carry scalpels and other stuff. Um, like I said, a, a tourniquet's real good. Um, some ga rolled gauze, um, and believe it or not, duct tape and, and a belt. For bare basics, those type of things will be real great because you can create um, splints with, especially in this area. But um, for families, um, Carry some basic band-aids. You're gonna have little kids, they're gonna scratch their fingers and they're gonna owie. Um, things like moleskin, if you're not used to hiking, mm -hmm. um, it'll help for blisters and stuff like that. Um, and give yourself, make sure you have access to clean water. Okay. If you have those type of things, mm -hmm. you're good. Um, but going back to that knowledge portion, mm -hmm. part of that knowledge portion is letting people know where you're going. 100%. There's a lot to consider when it comes to choosing a Medicare plan. That's where Health Markets Insurance Agency can help. Independent licensed insurance agents who work with Health Markets can answer your questions about the different parts of Medicare. When you can enroll, benefits, costs, and more. Speak to a local licensed insurance agent today to get started on your Medicare journey.
this right now. They have a dragon here. I saw it. But but no, they, they don't. don't. There's no such thing as dragons. I swear, I saw it. It had huge claws. Get out of here. It had eyes as big as the moon. Come on, I'll show you. Wait up. up. See that? We're almost there. Whoa! I told you so. That is a dragon. Welcome back again. Hope you guys have had a fantastic Monday, enjoying a little relaxation time. Thanks for joining us. We hope to see you back here tomorrow on Tuesday.